Bonjour and welcome to podcast 254 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt and on this week's pod. I'm joined by Dupe and Mr. Mad FM. Welcome, gentlemen, or should I say bonjour. Oh. All will become clear, obviously, in a moment. Oh, Peter bonjour. said it. Oh. Uh, wrong. <laughs> You've ruined it. You're Welsh. Is he Welsh? <laughs> I didn't take yeah, French, I well. took German, I'm sorry. Hmm. Uh, anyway, how are you, gentlemen? I'm here. Thanks for that excellent feedback. I'm and here. Mr. Madden. I am also here. Excellent, right. <laughs> that, it's going to be that kind of day, is it? Fantastic. We're Blood doing great, stone. Matt. How are you? How are you, Matt? That's all, that's I'm all alive. Right. There you go. That's what you're getting. For the yeah. listeners anyway. at home, Matt, Matt looks tremendous today. And I know he he's had like next to no sleep. Yeah, he looks... You look. I, I, I don't know why we're doing this, but... Have you lost weight? You look slim. You look good. You look really good, Matt. Um, why are you blowing this smoke up my ass? Is what I'll ask. I'd like to blow something else up your ass, but let's be honest. You look. <laughs> wow. You look great, Matt. I mean, you look great. I mean, and that's all I'm going to say. All right. And you know, there you go. You look great. If this is the first thing somebody hears on a Monday morning at eight a.m., <laughs> Matt said it. It's not going to be eight a.m. Oh, on a Monday, sorry, is it? <laughs> wow. <laughs> There, there we go. That's why the smoke was coming. <laughs> um, to be fair, who, who, who was the reason why the last one was late? Apparently, it was me. Um, uh, it was definitely you. It was Sunshine, me. I didn't, so. put, I didn't put it in, uh, which I'm normally very good at. Yeah. <laughs> the audio. Uh, there's at least two, two times the proof of that. Anyway, uh, this week, <laughs> aside from nonsense, we will be uh, focusing word. on Mr. Madden's save. This week, as he's uh, reacquainted himself with his Northern Boys save. Um, so we'll hear more from that. And also, the reason for the, well, at least two of us mentioning French things is because we have a Wonder Kid Hall of Fame entry to run the rule over. Um, and he is uh, a French wizard of sorts. He's not a wizard, Harry, um, etc. And we also have a quiz. Uh, or we don't have a quiz. We'll find out how long this goes before we decide if we keep it in. Anyway, Mr. Madden, save, update, uh, please. Okay, save, update. Remember Northern Boys? You remember that was a thing no. for a while? Um, they're a thing. They're a thing. I had a little bit of a hiatus. So basically, I was in season seven, I think, the last time I gave an update. The good news is I'm still in season seven. So it should be a pretty quick update. Um, but I suppose I was between work and then I was away and traveling and various things. I hadn't played much. So I did pick it up again. Um, by the time the I picked it up, pick, yes, the safe, yes, Matt, thank you. <laughs> so we've tried to get back on the on the proverbial horse at Northern Boys. So the last time we would have spoken about it, um, I suppose just a quick reminder: Northern Boys, uh, Northeast only born slash raised players at Newcastle. Uh, meaning, after five seasons, we cleared the decks and went only uh, Northeast players. Season four relegated. Um, so that was good. That was a highlight. And I didn't realise how far we were going down this yeah, it's just memory quick, line quick trip, re- to be quick honest. Quick recap, quick recap. But um, we're now in season seven and I'm still in the championship. Um, the last two seasons, we've missed out on the playoffs on the last day of the season and the very last game, also in like mostly in the dying minutes. So it's been a real um, ball breaker of a you, save. You, you're saying that. You're, 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 you're blaming the fact that you were inept over the other 45 games. Matt. That's a managerial issue, right? Matt, we said we'd keep this quick. Okay, come on. Don't be silly now. 
I'm just, um, I'm just, I'm spitting facts. <laughs> like, it, it is very true. Your points are are quite valid. I have to say. Um, so look, we kicked into season seven, which is the third season in the championship. Started quite well. Um, we were winning quite a few games within the first 10, 12 games. Uh, we were unbeaten. And now a couple of draws kind of stuck in there. Um, it's been hard to buy too many new players. There's not a whole lot of northern boys kind of hanging around waiting to be picked up by a team in the championship. Um, surprise, surprise. Wow. That was <laughs> well, a long okay. journey you went on okay, with that one, okay. man. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's let's just keep going. <laughs> but um, Le pito I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, just whilst we take the little break, <laughs> I thought the French thing was because of the stuff we talked about before the pod, not because of the Wonder Kid, which is why I got very <laughs> Which nobody at home will know what I'm talking about, but us three, we get it. And they're better off for all yes. eternity. <laughs> um, right, if anyone was wondering, that is actually an accurate pronunciation of the word paedophile in French. Anyway, continue onwards. I can neither confirm nor deny that. that also, uh, Le Nantes um, isn't. It's just a football team. Um, yes. So. <laughs> Should we just uh, not do a save update? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we keep going. Cap- I'm, I'm, I'm listening. On. Okay, so no one we, else is, but I am. We had a do- slightly dodgy October. We lost three game, two or three games in October, and again, a couple of draws. So we ended up slipping down to kind of fifth, sixth. Um, this champ, the championship is crazy in FM. I don't know if you lads have spent much time in the championship. Um, no, I'm not. I suppose good. in real life it's pretty wild as well, but it's so close between, let's say, the top. Like the, there's usually a team that runs away with it. We've had Palace run away with it. Leeds ran away with it. Watford were quite strong, and then like between second and ninth, tenth, it's you're talking three, four, five points that are usually in it come the end of the season. So um, y- you can I can lose a game. I can be second, third, lose a game, and then I'm in eighth, and it it just it really gets to the gets to the mind so um after a bit of a dodgy october we came into november won four out of five games and i was sitting in third place and we were having a great time um and then proceeds into the i suppose the winter schedule and in the championship it's a bit hectic so we had seven games uh, in december with a fairly thin squad and you often have like that two-day gap between between games we won one game in december we had three draws and we had three defeats um, and it's just, I think this game is just trying to test every bit of willpower and or love I have for this game. Um, especially when, you know, you feel like things are going well. We'd won four in a row in November. Adam Armstrong smashing goals again. Top scorer in the league again. Now, the last two seasons we've reached um, December or the new year. Adam Armstrong has been top of the league. And then, and both of those seasons, he picked up a long-term injury um, and ended up missing three, four months. He hasn't picked that up yet, but I'm only in January at the moment. So that, that may still come. Um, so as it stands, we kicked into January, lost a game, won a game, and then lost two games, and we got smashed by Watford in one of those three nil. At that point, I was in fourth, and then dropped to eighth again. So now I'm it's, as we speak, I'm sitting in eighth. After where I was thinking things were going well, and we were third, only three four points off second. Suddenly we're back in eighth, but we're only five points off second. Um, but the one thing I do want to call out, which is kind of made this save suddenly take a bit of a twist is I've had the best youth intake preview. Now, I obviously haven't seen the intake yet, but I've had the best preview I've seen so far. So um, the the preview that comes out in December, it's got five stars. It says it's an excellent intake. It, of course, mentions the two words, golden generation. But more interestingly, um, when you see it, it gives you, let's say, the top five players. Four of them have an A rating. The top of them is a goalkeeper, which I've never really seen before. Um, 
and then basically have a goalkeeper, defensive midfielder, central midfielder, and attacking midfielder, all rated as an A rating, and then a striker with a B rating. You know so what? I cannot wait. I cannot wait for them to all to be all ineligible. Be <laughs> 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 to all be ineligible. Well, they don't come from the north. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, in the save, because it's hard enough, we have been, we have been. If they've come through the intake, we have been bringing them through. But not, not many of them have been great, to be honest. Um, even the famous Willie Power, he was Irish, of course, but he wasn't great either. So, yeah, let's see. It doesn't actually say the nationalities in the in the preview. Uh, but I've never seen four, like in any of my saves, I've never seen four kind of A ratings. Um, it, it mentions the golden generation frequently. I think that's something we need to bring up with, with, with SI at some point, is the, the, the words golden generation are thrown around a bit too easily for me because I've had it three or four times in this save, and yet I've never had I mean, it top, top have you Have you ever read anything in the English media? Every England squad is a golden generation. <laughs> this is very true also. To be fair, we my first child's 20-week scan, he, we, we had a golden generation and we've seen what he turned out like. So like, it's everywhere. <laughs> it's not just in football manager. Okay, fair. It's just a real life thing. Yes. So yeah, um, that I'm most excited World about seed. that, I suppose, having having pick, having started restarted the save again after a couple of weeks break. And considering, you know, my mission is to get Northeast players coming through. Um, and one of the big goals is to get one of those Northeast players capped for England. I'm really hoping that this is finally, after seven seasons, a, a, you know, a big authentic. I'd love to see a real proper, you know, wonder kid come through um, in our club. All the facilities are maxed out, state of the art, everything. This this has to be the time. So hopefully, maybe by the time we record next week, we'll see how disappointed I am with four French <laughs> new gens. But they'll give us something to talk about. Have you not just given up yet? Because like, it's just not working, man. Talk about flogging a dead horse. It's you're in the championship. You're Sorry, terrible. It sounded like my missus for a second, but that, never mind. It's just, what are you doing? <laughs> so, Dupe, I don't know if you What's know the end goal? Where, where, where are we trying to get to, Matt? Like, I don't know if you've realised, Dupe, but the Irish are a stubborn bunch. So we'll start with that. No, um, I know that. Oh, I, look, I had to I walk you home, remember? Or carry you home, remember? <laughs> Very stubborn. This is true. Um, okay, so look seven seasons a lot of manual labor put into the save you know all about that when you you know you know when you go in kind of two you're really great striker manual, <laughs> manual labor very good Matt. i heard it uh two yes. two if you want um, to know mad in seven years i did two champions leagues from nothing in my jump in my pentagon save so yeah go on carry on oh dear oh dear oh dear end goal is <laughs> End goal is to get back into the Premier League. My, my my like at the very beginning, my goal was to try and sign um the likes of like Giovanni Reina would have been the pinnacle of the save. Like uh, born in Sunderland, Sunderland, um, <laughs> and obviously a Northern boy by default. At the end of last season, he moved to Man United for hundred million. Uh, so that's kind of quashed that dream. Um, so right now, I'm not going to put it away until at least we get back in the Premier League. See how that goes. If we get a crack in youth intake through. That reignites this save, particularly you know even one wonder kid would really kick would kick it off. Um, if we can't get out of the championship this year, I do very much think we'll be sacked because this is the first year in the championship where automatic promotion is in the division. Before that, it was playoffs, and we were very close. So I think if we don't get out, we should get sacked. And if we don't, if if I don't get sacked, I should probably resign and and maybe we'd have a new save. But I'm a stubborn man. Let's see what the youth intake brings, and we'll go from there. I can't wait for you to do Watford and Southern boys. Um, <laughs> born in London. That's it. Um, 
no, I, no I, I, I respect the grind. I respect the hustle. Uh, as a man that has um, done many successful saves, I'd love to know what it's like to do a bad one. Um, and it's just nice to hear that. It's refreshing. <laughs> Matt, he's you know. bringing me down. Turns out that bloggers don't you, know fuck all, don't it? You've brought it on yourself. He's not bringing you down. He's just giving you a reality check. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is true. I mean, look, it definitely is probably harder than I thought it was. Um, I didn't expect to get relegated, which, um, which, which fucked things up a lot. Because, you know, again, Jordan pick for Jordan Henderson. I thought after five seasons, you know, maybe we'd be starting to bring those guys in and just, you know, obviously bringing those, those northern boys back into the team. But when you're in the championship, they don't want to go there. Um, thing so is, it, you're never going to get. Surely, surely you'll never get Pickford or Henderson anyway, because they were both from Sunderland. I was. I mean, this is the thing. I, I don't know, obviously, because now that that's the reason they're not joining me. Probably isn't the Sunderland thing. It's the, the fact that we're shit and in the championship. Well, there is that, um, but I mean, what I mean is, like, I'm, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there is like a. In terms have of the like favorite, the like what you call the favorite dis- uh, club and stuff like that. Yeah, the affinity with Sunderland. Yeah, hated club, Newcastle. Because just, Sunderland. I yeah. just feel for you, Matt. That's all. You know, I just need. To, I just think that this little speech could maybe turn your life around. What's going to wake? What What is going to be that moment for me? Your speech or something? I, I don't know. I hope that fingers crossed. Um, Matt, I just think what we need to do right this second, as I almost feel that we, me and Matt, need to be holding up signs that just says intervention. I think that you need oh, to God. put a deadline on it. Don't like, you think you hold up signs for an intervention? Well, we, we'd put it on the wall, but we're in separate bloody locations, isn't it? and and let's be honest, it's not. I don't think you do that either. You just sort of like usher them into like you you sort of corner. I've them only ever seen it on how I met your like... mother. So and they put a sign. Yeah, I don't it. think that's like the most accurate depiction of how interventions happen. Like we're talking about like a like a drug addict. There, it's a bit more like you have to coax them in, like you would like a hedgehog. To, into like a oh I get you so what we gotta do is just basically wean mad off the boys a bit like that yeah <laughs> so so mad I mean, let's just set a guideline if you don't get promoted this season I think no, I love the idea of the save and I think it's great honestly I think the fact that you've edited a team that we're just about to go to greatness and take them to absolutely pure averageness is great um but heroic um I just think maybe you just need to do something where let's just draw a line under it if you don't get promoted. And and maybe, because, you know, you're a good guy. You know your stuff. I just don't want you kind of, you know, your whole FM22 experience is okay. you just being terrible. Let's do this. So we'll make a statement, right? Because I think I'll get sacked if I don't get promoted anyway. Mm. If I don't get promoted this season, we're currently on the 25th of January, 2028 in-game. If I don't get promoted, I'm glad you said it again. So it's never enough. I don't okay. get. What's say? <laughs> yeah, I'm a very, I'm a very thorough man. Okay. But yeah, like if that. we don't get promoted, I will resign. If we don't get sacked, but we'll wait and see if I do get sacked because I would expect to be. I think that's fair, Matt. Don't you think? Yeah. yeah what happens? It. What happens if you get promoted though? Uh, one and more you get yeah. sacked anyway. Oh, yeah. He gets promoted after <laughs> all that hard work, and then a consortium <laughs> come in and he just gets kicked off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like they didn't sack you for being in the championship for three seasons, but then you get back to the promised land and they think, actually, you aren't the man no, to take us forward. Clearly. So, uh, I, don't I, ever, I don't think I ever was, to be honest. If we get promoted, no. well, you why are you persisting then? You are very, you've got, you've got a lot greyer since you started this yeah, conversation. Um, are you talking about, sorry, I thought, since you started this, I thought you were talking about the podcast, but that's <laughs> well, there's that as well. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have more people here until you turned up. But, um, 
Yeah, yes, no, we've seen it on Twitter. It's all my fault. I'm sorry, folks. This used to be a wonderful <laughs> podcast, and then I arrived and killed it all. Okay? Look, Matt, I arrived. I just that is uh, <laughs> I just, what I that is uh, I, I arrived. <laughs> 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 I don't think we're going to do a save update this week. Um, Mad, what I want so you to do... No Mad, what I want you to do... Right, it's, what, sorry, what I don't okay. want you to do... In three years' time, if, heaven forbid, we're still doing this, um, we're sat here, we're going, ah, oh, do you remember FM22? Yeah, it was great. Oh, dude, you did this. Matt, you did this. Mad, what did you do? Oh, shit, the whole of the time. I don't want that. You need to then go and like no, manage PSG but... and just take them to greatness. No, dupe. It's not all about winning, okay? Okay, wow. Um, and I have to say that because we don't. But the, the, the other thing about this, I suppose, and particularly when I started streaming this during Christmas and COVID and everything, Typical what Irish I really liked was the, the, the storyline and everything that goes with this. We had a lot of guys that started replicating this in other parts of England. We, we wrote that article on the, on the fivestarpotential.com website, which was um, the region air save. So the whole concept was pretty cool. I really liked that element of it. Removing the fact that success is just non-existent so far. As a challenge, it's I haven't seen many saves as hard as this. It's way dif- more difficult than I thought it would be. Um, but your points are very valid. There may be a line that needs to be drawn. And I think we're at it. We're coming up to it if I don't get promoted. If we do get promoted and we have that good intake, it could revitalize it Absolutely. for a couple more seasons. But if not, done. I'm and not, then we look for a new save. I'm not slagging off your idea. I think your idea is great. I'm just slagging off the execution. Uh, no, no. Yeah, because I'm not very good. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think, I think it's great. And again, I don't want people to come at me, you know, all four people that listen, uh, listen to your side of it. Anyway, I don't want them coming at me and going, oh, you told him to turn it off. No, no. I just think you, you, you look sad, right? You look like what Dave looked like about six weeks ago. And where's Dave now? Okay. So just... We it's, need you. it's Friday. Oh, it's a Friday night at 11 p.m. and I'm hanging out with you. Of course, it looks sad. Come on. <laughs> Dave's Dave's busy watching Love Island. Yeah, true. Now, so true. That's what you could be doing instead. Yeah, that's your life. Is Dave old enough to watch Love Island? He's in it. Love Island. The way you separate words or add hyphens where they don't exist fascinates Love me. Island. Sunderland. I arrived. <laughs> <laughs> So it's going okay, well then, man. So save update done. It's going well. Uh, to be honest, I'm still enjoying myself. The That's challenge is good. Matters. Like, if if it had went unrealistically well, I, we wouldn't have got past season two. So look, that's that's one of the reasons I'm also enjoying it. And, All of um, the irony there. Yeah. So just need to finish the season and we'll go from there. How's that? Lovely. Still smiling. Sort of. Nice one. Um, <laughs> and crying inside. <laughs> there we go. That was the sort of. Anyway, um, on to. <laughs> Brighter and better things, potentially. Uh, we have another Wonder Kid Hall of Fame entrant. Um, yes. Well, potential entrant, anyway. So, uh, there was the uh, postulating of Frenchness throughout, well, the first 20 or so minutes of this podcast so far. So, I'm, I'm sure you'll all be wondering who is up on the chopping block for us to decide who is potentially coming in to the Wonder Kid Hall of Fame, joining the likes of. Edda Alvarez Balanta et al. Um, yes. So as most of you know by now, we recently resurrected this and we are now digging into the FM 0708 archives to review yet another potential one kid, an inductee who this week was labelled by his former agent as the biggest waste in football of the 21st century. Um, that is massive foreshadowing potentially, but nevertheless, that man is 
former Lyon, Marseille, Newcastle, Hull City and PSG attacking midfielder. Um, answer on a postcard, those of you listening right now. Who is Drum it? Roll. Drum roll. Um, I won't insert it later, but imagine oh, it was there. Hatem Ben Arthur is, is the guy we are going to be looking at today. So, first of all, I guess the first point is, do we agree with his agent? No. Has that agent, bat, no. Has that agent never met Mario Balotelli? <laughs> I'd lean towards the agent here because Ben Arthur was a far better football player than Mario Balotelli ever was. Ah, Mario Balotelli was very good. Mm. Very good I, goal, I see, goal I scorer. I could see his point. Like, he, was, he was... I mean, they're both waste capable of, of fireworks. Yes. <laughs> no, no. Don't do that. Doesn't remember fireworks him setting off fireworks yeah. from a bathroom. I, yeah. No, I, I, I know the reference with Balotelli. Uh, I don't know the reference with Ben Arthur. Has he ever? Well, no. Ben Arthur was the fact that he he was a, a, a highly flare based player. Okay, I get that. Balotelli okay. was the fact that he sets off fireworks. Yeah, yeah. genius. Both a pair of knobs as well. Like from from things that we have read uh, in the media. Obviously, in the media. Uh, but I would say it would be a toss-up for me between the two. Uh, but I can kind of see where they're coming from. Some of the times that you see this guy on the pitch, and that there's one goal that, like IRL, that I can remember, like didn't he like run from his own box and dribbled it past about 15 players, which is impossible because there's only a few on the pitch, and then score, and it was like, wow, this guy is. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure, like every single player that's ever scored a goal in the Premier League. He got linked to Manchester United once or twice. Um and so like he must be terrible. He must be great. Um but no he's yeah he is he's a wasted talent. Definitely a wasted talent. But that that's it, I think he, what he could do with the ball and imagine imagine when he was seventeen, eighteen and we'll obviously talk about it now in FM but the 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 gift, the sheer gift, the talent, whatever about the mentality and, and everything else in the work rate. To be that gifted with the ball at that age, he would have stood out on every underage football pitch he played on. So I, you, you know, it's harsh from the agent in one way, like the biggest waste in football of the twenty first century. Um, but uh, if you try to think about who else could come close to that, who was that talented, without the the mentality and the work rate or, uh, that that Rabel Morrison needed. would be yes. a more contemporary yeah, yeah. example. That's a, a really good show. Actually, yeah, yeah, it's a really good show. Um, so, I mean, uh, yeah, I think I agree with the agent in terms of the concept. Like, to be fair, it's not like he was completely, you know, dust as a player. Like, he did play at a very high level. I think he he played 15 times for France, I think. He played some very good football for Newcastle. He, he did have a stint at PSG and somehow Hull City in between. <laughs> um, but when I used to watch him for Newcastle, IRL, uh, he, could, he could do anything on the ball. He was liable to do anything. Um, it, it was kind of like when you'd watch Laurent Robert, a different player, but just... There was moments of of magic, um, like that goal you mentioned, Doop. He, he did weave through like it's six, almost like St. Maximin now for Newcastle, right? With he, an, he's, with he, an odd he could have been a talisman it, mm. if like, in that team now he would be like at, in his palm. Yeah, he would could have been like the difference maker. Mm. Totally agree. R- reminds yeah, me, just, obviously there was an issue there. Maybe it was work rate, training, application. I don't know, but there was obviously something there. Yeah, he, he, he had the moments of brilliance. Um, and when you actually look through his career, 15-16, uh, he, he was at Nice. He played 34 games and scored 17 goals for, you know, as an attack midfielder. That's not a bad turn. You know, it shows that he had the ability there. Uh, but then, you know, 
His clubs are well weird, by the way. When you look at the clubs he's been at, like he's been at some of the best clubs in France and PSG. And like, it's just <laughs> strange the way that it kind of, these careers pan out, isn't it? Really strange. But uh, I guess like, we should um, bring it back to the, the Wonder Kid thing. And just to remind you all of the, the, the usual criteria as well, because that, that is something that may have been overlooked. So we will be judging him on Wonder Kidness, which is how much of a Wonder Kid he truly was um, across multiple versions of the game, or if they were only as part of one game. Usage, uh, that is our own experience of using said player, and then real life, which we've sort of we've started discussing, um, but I figured we'd we'd cut it off before we get a, a bit too sidetracked um, and about how their real life career transpired in comparison to in-game wonderkidness. Um, so that is the the sliding scale, and it's obviously down to us three to adjudicate whether he goes in or or not. Um, but do you start? You mentioned about his sort of his odd career, um, and Mad, you mentioned about how much of a a, a precocious talent he was. Mm. I mean, he he the the Clairefontaine Academy in France is well known for bringing through incredible talents like for years and he was sort of inducted into that at 12 and um, in fact this there's a there was there is a bit from um football manager stole my life uh, from the head researcher from france at least at the time i don't know if he still is uh, jerome boudin uh who was basically waxing lyrical about how how much of a, a talent he genuinely was and I'm not sure this book was published about 2012, I think. Uh, and one hands. of the. What is it you're on your hand? Papa Manager Stole okay. My Life by Ian McIntosh, Kenny Miller, and Neil Weiss, but it doesn't have the. Uh, 2012, indeed. Oh, great guys. Okay. Mm, well done, Matt. Um, but in the, one of the lines of that, there is a sort of a very small section that, that Jerome had, had written in it. Uh, he'd been at uh, this is a, so in up to 2012 he'd been researching at SI for 10 years uh, but the the one line that he's mentioned here uh, is it says all of his coaches since then so this is talking about the sort of post Clairefontaine uh, that have praised his big potential and so this is in 2012 and I think we're now seeing confirmation of his great talent at the very highest level. So we're now 10 years on from that quote. And look where he is. So very interesting. Very interesting how like 10 years can change an opinion of someone. I mean, this like this because we said he's 35 now, right? I think we saw he that he, he came through the ranks at Lyon with, with Karim Benzema, for example. Although Benzema is younger than that, I think, isn't he? Mm, um, only slightly, yeah, only thirty-four. Slightly, yeah. 33, 34 yeah. But like that's that's the level, and you look at like Benzema's what he's odds on for the Ballon d'Or, right? Um, and he's been playing along Ben Arfa. Ben Arfa is well, is he still playing? I know I know he was at Lille. He's just been last. suspended he's, by Lille. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh, he, his contract runs out on the end on the first of July. Um, but he was suspended because uh, he questioned the tactics of the manager. So there you go, you know. I mean, I think for me, in FM, I remember him at FM. Um, and this is this is before he moved to Newcastle. Obviously, most people know I'm a Newcastle fan. Surprise. 
he was very like very much a player that could play anywhere, like right wing, left wing, uh, attacking midfielder. He's one of those players, you know. Every now and again, you'll see one of those tweets or whatever. Like, who is one? Who is a player you signed in Football Manager that ended up joining the same club in real life? He's one of the players I would have signed for Newcastle, maybe FM, oh eight, um, as like 18, 19 years old. And you know, we 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 have a profile in front of us here. I think he's nineteen or twenty. He might be from FM oh seven or eight. Um, acceleration seventeen, pace fifteen, dribbling seventeen, technique seventeen creativity 16 flair 16 and that's just at the beginning right so i mean i i can't say he completely lit up a save for me but you could see him um you, you could see the, the speed the pace and everything like that the impact of that um especially probably at a time and matt keep me honest probably at a time when speed was even more powerful than it is now in football manager i know it's not I that thick old this game, may have been i think it was oh nine where thing like attributes mm. seem to be a bit refactored and so the like top attributes were sort of their 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 openness had been dwindled somewhat because i remember theo walcott would was probably the one of the only players who had 20 attributes yeah. in fm09 or something like that um so 17 acceleration and dribbling at, and technique at this point is is still regarded as pretty good I may I may be wrong there in terms of which like which particular version where the, the ner- I'm not gonna say nerfing because it wasn't drastic but it it just no. meant that players who had really high attributes were like especially in those sorts of areas were really sought after because it was it was so rare. And and I think the other thing I mean I was doing a new, I remember doing Newcastle say signing him it wouldn't have been a very long term save for comparison to this one because that was around the time I was. Um, let's say at the end of college, I think. I, I remember going to America for a summer, so I wouldn't have played a huge amount of FM. But I do remember like a two, three season save um, where you could see even, I think, I, I, some something in my mind makes me think he was quite young when I signed him. I, I would have signed him probably when he, when he was too young to, to start regular games. But you could see the signs and the attributes slowly kicking up, particularly, again, it was the technique, creativity, as we said. And even that flair, I mean, it was just... I found that, like, even though he could play in the middle, and he ended up playing in the middle for Newcastle IRL, and we've seen him play in the middle a lot, I think FM had him really built to be a winger back then. Um, not crazy strong, physical is not amazing in terms of that, but uh, I just, I could see, th- I could literally see how fast he was in game. I think that was the biggest thing that stood out for me. Not the biggest goal return, though. Rem- again, you, you mentioned Alan St. Maximan. Same story with him, right? Hugely creative, flair merchant, very difficult to mark and catch. But the, the end product, a uh, little bit questionable. For me, then, it's when Bernarfa switched to become more of a central player, I guess, or, or when we've seen him IRL. That's probably when he was probably a lot more impactful. But I never deployed him in that role in FM. That would be the only thing for me. I would. It would be interesting to see if you w- wound the clock back 10 years and, but M- Mazala's were a thing, like the, that sort of role, how, how he would have, fared in that sort of position because his his flaring off the ball would have allowed him to dominate in FM terms I think and then his pace as well as well as his his dribbling ability every like he, he, his defensive side would let him down but even him as a like a, a central midfielder on attack now would be like mental because he would just his ability to be able to break through the lines would be I mean it, he'd be a obviously his 
determination, dedication, and general application of himself is always going to be the determining factor as, as to how well he would actually do, whether it be in FM or real life. But mm. um, it would be fascinating to see that you take him from from there and put him into FM twenty two at like twenty and see how he would develop in a, a a predominantly central role would be would be quite fascinating to see. Um, I guess we should move on, like sort of to to mine and dupe sort of experiences of of using Ben Alpha. Dupe, we'll come to you first. Yeah, so I'll be honest. Um, when we discussed it earlier, I had to really rack my brain. This is uh, very, very much the early part of my my game cycle. Yeah, I played, I played the earlier versions, but it would have been sat alongside my brother and kind of doing it. This was kind of when I was set free, you know, and I was doing it on my own. Um, and and I can remember doing a Southampton save around around about that time. So I, I know I had him in. We sold Adam Lalana, and I needed to find a replacement quite late on. And we brought him in, and he was he was good in spells. What I liked was that um, it was that burst of pace that we've discussed. That it as which shows in his attributes as well. You could I can remember him getting getting the ball and just finding a pocket of space, which is such a football cliche, right? Um, but I can't remember it being a huge standout, but I do have memories of him playing. And it must have been kind of around about the same time of, of or a bit later on, kind of the, the memory was perked when seeing him play football uh, when he came to the Premier League. I was very much uh, enjoying football at that time because United were good. Um, so <laughs> I didn't mind other players coming and being looking all right. Uh, but no, it, I don't have vast knowledge of him in game but I do remember having him for a while um, and he did better than Alana did anyway well, you see my personal experience is, is somewhat bittersweet I've mentioned this uh, really, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the word legendary um, Exeter save that I got into the Champions League and then the save corrupted uh, and I was doing remarkably well and it was in this final season I actually picked up Ben Arthur on a free. Um, I could not tell you where he was before because this would have been in twen this was on the twenty ten, like so FM ten or twenty ten. Um but it would have been probably about six seasons in, but I can't remember where he was at this point. He would have been picked up by one of the big clubs but then released oddly. Um but my team was uh, it, I just Loved that team. I the most I'd ever spent on a player was Alvaro Negredo, seven and a half million pounds because his contract was running down. But he was a ama- he was amazing. I I had Vladimir Weiss on one wing. I had Gael Kakuta on the other, and I picked them both up on freeze when they were released by Manchester City and Chelsea respectively. And then all of a sudden, I see the name Ben Arthur available on a free. I've got Champions League money, so I can actually afford to sort of pay him a, a decent wage. He would have been, I think he would have probably been about 20, or probably 20, if I'm six, seven, six, yeah, he would have been probably 30 at this point, but he was amazing. Like, I could not believe he was available on a free. Unfortunately, I only had him for six months because that was sort of around the point that the game had corrupted. I got sort of the, I got to the, I got just, well, I'd already qualified for the league, uh, got got out of the uh, Champions League group stage, beating Inter Milan and Barcelona in that, and then it ended up going kaput. But he was 
amazing at 30. I've never had him as a youngster, um, mainly because he was he would always the saves the types of types of saves I was playing. I would never be in a position to try and buy him, particularly even when he was like he was at Leon to start with. You can't. It's hard to poach a, a player from anyone like that unless you are one of the like you start to save with one of the larger teams. Um, so it's it's always difficult to actually grab him early on, and I think that's that is the difficulty when you have such such uh, prodigious talents coming through bigger clubs because we've seen how often Southampton seem to get raided by bigger clubs. I mean, it was Spurs, but now it's now it's the likes of Liverpool who tend to raid them more often than not, uh, because they can't afford to say no to, or at least they couldn't afford to say no to to bigger clubs, and also the players' sort of power would would always determine that. And I think FM, uh, you kind of, I think you could occasionally do it, but it, like an offer game time. But I think now it's more difficult, sort of financially, to to do that. But from my fleeting experience with him. Uh, watching the little dots, which they would have been at the time, yeah, char- like just rinsing players and also like free kicks as well. Uh, it wasn't the highest, but I remember him scoring a couple of decent bangers. Which, uh, as we all know, I mean, his long shots were always good. Uh, in real life, they were always good. So, um, I do remember a few screamers in that in the, those fleeting six months that I had with him in game. I mean, even in game long shots, fourteen <clears throat> at the age of whatever we said it was, eighteen, nineteen is pretty, pretty powerful. Um, mix that with creativity, sixteen. Like, you know, he's designed to be an explosive player, designed for those magic moments, which he did in real life. Consistency, you know, would come into question for sure. Uh, and again, I would have loved to maybe have ma- managed that team, managed that save a little bit longer, um, to see how he would progress and develop because. You know, you see, like, he's a player where would have come, like, come up against him in many versions of FM in terms of the opposition. But I think we all know there's a difference between how a player develops with the AI as opposed to with the, with the human club. And I think um, I'd love to wind, I'd love to load up a save. Do you know what? I'd love to load up FM 07 or 08 and actually, you know, see how, see how far you could push him. Because I definitely think, you know, I don't know what the potential was in the back end of FM, but he was definitely kind of wonder kid status and, and very much high potential. Probably four and a half, five stars, and and minus whatever it is. I don't know. I'm going to swear now, um, but I do remember my brother has a fondness for for Ben Arthur as well, mainly because in FIFA he was always a cheap ultimate team player with five star mm. skills. Uh, so and he'd just go like rouletting everyone with with him. Um, that that especially around that sort of period as well. Uh, so it, I think his his flair. And dribbling ability was seemed to be quite heavily portrayed in a lot of football games at the time. Combine that with the acceleration, the technique, and you just can't get the ball off him, really, right? The one thing that stands out for me, as I look at it, so I, I was looking at his FM08 profile and then his FM13 profile when he was about 25. He's actually at Newcastle. The aggression for both of those is eight. If you go onto Wikipedia, Wikipedia would have you believe that. When he was 15, he got into a training ground bust up with Abu Dhabi, former Arsenal Not player. Abu Dhabi, like Not I Abu said Dhabi, earlier. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then a couple of years later, at, I think it was Marseille, he got into another training ground bust up with Gibril Cisse. 
And then I believe a couple of maybe the same season, if not the following season, he got into another dispute with um, Mode- Modest Mbami. I think he's Cameroon. So he, he likes a row for, for, the, for the age aggression. <laughs> he seems to like uh, having a row and he's got in numerous arguments with managers as well. Um, you'd like to see more of that in FM, a bit more a bit more argy-bargy with players in FM maybe kicking off. Bit I mean, of you see it plenty with managers. Managers, you yes. You get, yeah. Well, yeah, you get... Uh, I want to congratulate you on your first cap. What the fuck you say? Who the fuck are you? Could you sound any worse? Was that Welsh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sound you sound like fucking Colin McGregor then. Yeah, yeah. That that was very good. Jeez. I want to say thank you to fucking nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, indeed. Um, so I guess uh, we've reached that point where we need to ad- adjudicate whether he goes in or not, chaps. Ooh. It's tough. I'll tell you why it's tough because when I think about FM and FM Wonderkid, so for obviously the first thing is I do think he was a, a Wonderkid in FM. I think that the attributes he had as a young player, the potential they would have programmed him in with. The you know the the position that he would play combined with as we said acceleration technique dribbling flair, like at that age you wouldn't see many players like that. So as FM Wonder Kids go, I think yeah. And then when I also think of FM Wonder Kids that are notorious, it's because they've kind of failed. So it almost makes me lean towards like yeah, I really like him as an FM Wonder Kid. The IRL question, you know, what did Curtis used to say? A stickler for the criteria. That's that's where we'd struggle, right? So I think. I mean, will I just vote? Maybe I'll just vote. Um, just vote. That would be good. Yeah. FM Wonderkid. Yes. My own experience. Yeah, I think he was. I think he did quite well in my two, three season save. I mean, at, at Newcastle at that time. This is a very long yes. Now player or a very long no. Okay, IRL. IRL is no. Fifteen caps for France. Fine, but considering how highly rated it was, it's a no there. So I'm gonna go. I've got two yeses and a no, so it's a yes for me for Adam Bernardo. Sorry, it took me a while to get there. Okay, dupe. Look, he's right. He is an FM wonder kid. I think the attributes screen for itself. I think he has got talent. Did I get the most out of him in FM? No. Um, is he just an angry French Joey Barton? Yes. So in that <laughs> means, he's not going in. Right, that's a one for Wait, one. Do Joey so Barton next I'll... week, Matt? Uh, no. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> he has a French accent as well sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah, he does. Yeah, they both played for Marseille at different points in their career. So there is a Newcastle. link there. And, and Newcastle. Did they ever line up together? Up. By the way, they might have. Did they? I, I mean, we, there's a Newcastle fan here. Let's ask him. He's not a Newcastle fan. No one cares, I'm right? That's no that's right. I just remembered. No one cares. Um, so on to more important things. Uh, the deciding vote is mine, apparently. So it did. Um, 2011. I did. I, I mean, I did say no one cares, but I you, did. you told me anyway. Newcastle no podcast. Fox Spurs. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, is not what I'm going to say. I'm going to say no. Oh, I like how you did that. That's cute. He got my heart. He got my hopes up for a moment. I'm sorry, but like, for for a. Yes, in, in terms of the FM Wonder Kid, but for such a prodigious talent, I've used that word twice now, he, his 
inability to apply himself and achieve what he should have done it is inside he's very much one of those players like in the adult rap mold who will be one of the like the streets never forget yeah uh, very much like uh, we mentioned him before you started recording i'd said about ruben rashina which in fact which spurred this whole discussion on very much that sort of style player young lots of flair could do anything on any on any given day um but it was the day that they chose uh, very much a match of the day highlight reel player and mainly for that reason i don't think like sim we've we've not allowed other players in for similar reasons and i'm very much stickling for the criteria there and saying no i think the real life uh thing goes against him so much because he should have been so much more than he than he was uh, and his his attributes in fm also dropped off quite a lot after sort of that wonder kid period uh, which sort of shows that yes he was a wonder kid for for quite a while in the game but then very much off the boil uh so yeah i think it's a no from me and a no overall because uh, two to one means he's not in so sorry if you're angered at home but um, Ben Arfa is out. Uh, it's a no for Ben Arfa. It's a no for Ben Arfa. So update that blog post, Mr. Madden, please. Uh, anyway, talking Mr. Madden, we have a quiz. It's time for the quiz. We have a quiz because I wrote a quiz for last week's pod, but then I wasn't able to join you. So um, it was, oh, a that was a bit a good more pod. relevant. It was a good pod, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Lelujo was the quiz. <laughs> Poor Lelujo. Um, I had a pod that was basically connected with Father's Day for the, yeah, the weekend. That you had a pod it. that was connected to Father's oh, Day. I had a quiz. Apologies. I had a qu- I've had two beers. We've been a long time before we started recording. Um, so the quiz was relating to Father's Day. So I said, we might as well do it. It's still, still close enough to do it. The topic of today's quiz is father and son duos. Uh. Um but in this case, it's father and son duos that have played in the Premier League. So I'm going to give you some clues on both the father and the son, and you have to give me the duo. Simple as that. Shout your name for a point. Any questions, Matt? You normally have quite a few. Do, uh, is this that they have, uh, both both father and son have played in the Premier League? In the Just Premier for clarification. Yes. Both of them speak. have. So, for example, so it was more, it was more because I'm anticipate, I was anticipating a, 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 a Jordi Johan Cruyff twist and i'm trying to cut that off at the pass no because uh, johan cruyff i don't think he played in the premier league right correct which is why i was clarifying good uh, thing he's go. now everyone understands okie dokie we should crack on so question number one so in this case the father won three premier leagues captained his side to three premier league titles in the 1990s nerd i'll need both names please Peter and Kasper Schmeichel. Incorrect. Ooh. Goes on offer dupe, otherwise I can keep speaking. Uh, Steve and Alex Bruce. The correct answer is, of course, Steve and Alex Bruce. Steve Bruce played for Manchester United and Alex Bruce for Birmingham City. I'll be honest, I don't know where that came from. (laughs) That was going to be my next one if it wasn't. I I shouted dupe and I was going for Peter and Kasper, to be fair. Next question number two. This sa- the father is a South American midfielder. Was a South American midfielder who Dude. played for both. D- 
too. No. Oh, what's his? Uh, so it's Poyet, Gus, okay. and oh, I want to say, I want to say Diego. Diego gets you the point. Gus and uh, Diego. It does. It doesn't because you've mispronounced his surname. Uh. Poyet. No. Yes. No. Uh, we Paget. know that I can't pronounce anything in this podcast. It's Paget. Is it Paget? Paget. Yeah, like according to Tim Vickery, and I will absolutely trust Mr. Tim Vickery to the hilt. I've heard it all. I've heard it all now. Udigechi. Okay. okay. There you go. Throw that in as well. It's Woodgate in Brazilian. Question <laughs> <laughs> number Portuguese, three. But. So, we have one of the all-time Premier League scorers, goal scorers as the father, the son, played for both Manchester City and Chelsea. Dupe. Dupe. Ian Wright and Sean Wright Phillips. Correct. Gets you a point. Does Question number. <laughs> Are we going for biological? <laughs> it's on the family Question... tree. <laughs> we move. Question number five. <laughs> <laughs> so, th- in this case, the father is a former Arsenal and Nottingham Forest striker who is Everton's fourth highest ever goal scorer. The son. Currently nerd. plays nerd. Uh, Kevin and Tyrese Campbell. Ooh, Kevin and Tyrese Campbell. Couldn't think of the son's name. Where's he currently playing? In the Premier League. He's still at Stoke. Stoke? And okay. I think he played. I literally think he played one, if not two, games in the Premier League for Stoke. St- and they've as a, okay as a young man. Because soon there's going to be the question about Sean Wright Phillips' boy who plays at Stoke, right? We heard that. You know Is that Stoke. Yeah, we're no. talking about it. Yeah, because I think Ian Wright Marjo, was talking about. Yeah, yeah Marjo, Yeah. Yeah, there you go. It'll be it'll be the first ever grandfather, father, and then son. That'll be a quiz one day. Every day is a school day. I think so. Okay, moving on. Currently three one. Question number five. Father is a former England midfielder, played for Manchester United and Middlesbrough. Dupe and this dupe. Ince Tallman Paul. In no particular order. <laughs> I couldn't. I just, just. I was more worried about Could what. Have been the Beatles at this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Ringo and it is of course uh, Paul and Tom Ince. Tom played for Huddersfield, Crystal Palace, and Hull. I think he's just signed for Reading as well. In the last he game. has just signed for Reading. Nepotism. Manager. <laughs> yes, indeed. Come play with Daddy. Oh, that sounds bad. Wow. <laughs> Good luck editing this one, Matt. <laughs> Nope. Question number We're all six. getting cancelled. <laughs> Always. So, the father, in this case, is a European champ... Has won the European Championships with his home country and, and played in the Premier League in the 90s. The son... Dupe. Won the Premier... Dupe. We're, we're talking about the Caspers, aren't yeah. we? Casper and... Pre- Caspers. Uh, Caspers? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, yeah. Casper the, <laughs> the ghost. Uh, no, I was talking about Smichael. Like Peter and Casper Smichael. It is indeed yeah. Peter and Casper Schmeichel who won the Premier League in 2016. Mm. Next question. So we have the father in this case, very well renowned as a specialist of a certain type of set piece, while the son is an emerging striker at the Premier League champions. Nerd. <gasps> Nerd. Rory and Liam Delap. Oh, Rory yeah. Liam gets you the point. Good shout. Well. Good shout. Up the throw-ins. 
Question number eight. In this case, the father is a former England striker, played for Arsenal and Crystal Palace, while the son is the sixth highest goal scorer in Doop. the MLS all time. Doop. Uh, Ian Wright and Bradley Wright Phillips. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Gets you a point. Question number nine. The father in this case was both player and manager and player manager at Coventry City while the son also played for Nerd. Coventry City. Nerd. Gavin and oh is it is his son's name Paul? Can we have the father's name again? Yeah. You said his uh, son's name oh. was the Oh, it's Ga- it is Gavin, yeah. right? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> uh, dope. Gavin and Gordon Strachan. Shit. I was getting there. right. The reason why, and I'll explain it, is because I, th- I originally I thought when you said uh, uh, player manager, I thought ah, Dalgleish, because uh, Paul Dalgleish uh, played for Newcastle and so did mm. Kenny. Oh well, he he managed Newcastle as well, and that's why I said Paul. Yeah, there we go. Got there in the end. Thank you for the assist. <laughs> That's okay. in the end. I'll be your wingman any day, mate. Okay. That was a point for Matt. 90s football, by the way. There you go. Paul Dalgleish. That appeared for Newcastle once. Now, this last one, I think, is going to be a tricky one. But we'll give it a go. It's definitely going to be a tricky one. Um, so, in this case, the father is a former England midfielder played for Newcastle in the famous entertainer times while the son only played two games in the Premier League for West Ham United nerd nerd I oh. fuck um, it's, well it's one of two players I think <sighs> but I'm uh, I'm going to go for it first it, well Rob Lee I don't know what the the son's name. Okay, is. I don't know what the uh, the dad's name is, but I know what the son's name is. <laughs> so, um, what's the son's name? Oh, it's um. I'm gonna give Matt half a point for Rob Lee. Yeah, no, I had him. I, I'm genuinely think I I had him at Forest Green when I signed him in. Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I know it's not. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's Elliot. It is, of course, Elliot. Genuinely, the other player was was Robbie Elliot that I thought, but I know he, ah, he played yes. at fullback. So I you could have just said the words together, and I would have yeah. given you a point. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had. Like Paul Strachan. Um. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Paul, Paul and Gavin Strachan. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm surprised you missed. You missed. Some, is that you said that was the last one? Because you missed a really good one that I'm shocked you didn't go for. Who was that? Savage. His boy made his debut last year, didn't he? Did he make his debut? Yeah. Charlie Savage made his debut. Because he was commentating on it and he was crying. Was that in the Premier League? Oh, no, that was Europa League. Yeah. Or was it the Europa League? I thought it was a cup or something. Yeah, yeah. Or it might have been like, "Mm, because it was quite late on in the season. I'm going to have to Google it. Let me Google it. You mean you haven't been Googling all the other answers? What? (laughs) (laughs) Elliot Lee. Who knows that? Scores on the doors. Uh, in second place with three and a half points at the end was Nerd Phonic. And out in his own in front on six and a half was FM Dupe. Well done, Dupe. Champions League. You played Champions League. Imagine making your Champions. debut in the Champions League. Mad. 
and your and your dad probably never played in the Champions League. Eh? Um, I don't think Robbie Savage. No, he didn't. Europa League, 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 I think, with Blackburn actually. Mm. Did he play with two guy in the Europa League? Because most he, yes, he would have. Yeah, he, uh, he played eleven times in the Europa Cup. Nice. Scored twice. Nice. There we go. Lovely. Thank you very much for that, Mister Madden. Appreciated as always. That was anyway, that uh, well, I, I quite enjoyed it. It was it was good. As quizzes go, we don't have to rate the quiz after every quiz. Oh, no. sorry, I thought that's what we had to do. <laughs> We've already had an intervention. <laughs> Gotta take it seriously. Anyway, that brings episode two hundred and fifty-four to a close. You can find the links for each of us in the podcast description or by visiting fivestarpotential.com, where you can find all our latest football manager content, including a full list of our Hall of Fame Wonder Kids. I mean, whoever wrote that did it the wrong way around, but never mind. Uh, Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify, and most other popular podcasts apps and platforms. We're a new popular... There are more from us next week. Say goodbye, folks. It's got very late. It's now four minutes to 12, gentlemen. I'm okay, mad. mad. When do you ever not? Goodbye, folks. Thank you. That's all I needed. I'll redo the ending. Or I won't redo the ending. Bye.